This is RJ Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. Anthony for three. Bang! That one goes this down. one by Mattingly. Oh, hang on to the RJ Barrett does it again from downtown. He is just tearing the Orioles apart. It's good. It's good. Randall gets the bounce, and he ties the game. Houston ducks under. Got it. All right. Well, we are officially less than a week away. Actually, we're exactly a week away as I'm recording, but as you are listening to this, we are officially six days away from the big Colby Covington v. Jorge Masvidal main event. And it's going to be something else. UFC uh, UFC 272 taking place on Saturday. Next Saturday, uh, which is the 5th, I want to say. But it's coming. And I've been waiting for this ever since before they even officially announced they were going to have the fight. I mean, MMA fans have been waiting for this for years. And now we're going to get it. And I have a feeling that it's going to live up to potential. I just have that feeling. But in this episode, 329, we're going to be talking MMA. Strictly an MMA-based episode here for 329. I'm your host, RJ Carbone. Welcome to episode 329 of the podcast. Welcome to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. And we also do MMA now, too, on the weekends. Yankees every series, Knicks every game. But we are doing strictly MMA in this episode. And we've got a couple guests for tonight's show. So as I am recording, again, it's Saturday the 26th. As you are listening, it should be Sunday the 27th. Sunday the 27th of February. Got a few guests. Um, I had a conversation. Now these were, these were two separate conversations. Um, one with my cousin Anthony. We talked about the upcoming fight and previewed it. And then a couple of minutes later, I had my buddy Leo on the show. We did the same thing. So we're going to get right into that. We're not going to waste any time. We'll get right into the two conversations we had. We'll start with the conversation that Anthony and I had, and then we'll get to the conversation with Leo and I. But talked about the same thing. Got you know some two you know two uh, two different insights of, of how this fight's going to go down, and we talked about some other things as well. Just rambled on, but it was a good conversation, and I suggest that you stay tuned and definitely check this one out. So this is going to be for episode 329 of BD4. It's going to be fun, man. I, I could sit here and you know give you a quick preview of my own thoughts and just BS to you, but I'm, I'm just going to be straight. We we shot it. We shot it in, in the conversations that I just had. So no need to waste your time further. Let's head to our first break. Let's head to our break. You know, we're going to head to our, our we'll make this the only break. When we come back from the break, we'll do our NYYNYK MMA question of the day. 
And then we'll get into our final break and head right into the episode with Anthony and then Leo and I, where we have conversations about the UFC 272 card coming up. All right, stay with us. Be right back. Hey guys, so I've noticed that only a small portion of you who watch BD4 on YouTube are actually subscribed. So if you do enjoy this podcast and maybe you want to be notified when new episodes release, I'd consider subscribing and also hitting that notification bell. This way we can help the channel grow and you won't miss a single episode of BD4. Alright, let's get back to it. So, if you guys want to follow me on social media, be sure to do so right now. I'm on Facebook at RJ Carbone, and I'm also on Instagram at Rob J Carbone. Once again, if you want to find me on Facebook, that is RJ Carbone. Instagram at Rob J Carbone. For this episode 329, our NYYNYK MMA question of the day, obviously going to be MMA based. It's a true or false one for you guys. I'm asking you, true or false? Both fights between Amanda Nunes and Valentina Shevchenko went to Amanda by decision. Both fights. True or false? Alright, I'll ask you one more time. True or false? Both fights between Amanda Nunes and Valentina Shevchenko went to Amanda by decision. Alright, so let me know the answer. True or false, whether that be on Facebook or on Instagram. You can send me the answer via comment. You know, if I post... You know how on my social media I'll usually post the excerpts, the little short promo clips to the episode. So comment the answer if you like, or you can DM me the answer on any of those platforms. Um, and if you attempt to guess it, right or wrong, I will let you know what the answer is in the next episode. But if you attempt to answer it and you get it correct, I will not only let you know if you got it correct in the next episode, but I will give you and your handle a shout out in the following episode all right so it's worth a try attempt to answer the myymik mma question of the day and um yeah 
thank you for tuning in. Guys, I hope you enjoy this episode. Again, it's it's a good one. I had some good conversations with Anthony and Leo about the upcoming UFC 272 card, uh, in particular the welterweight main event between Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal. All right, so let's get to it. Let's not waste any more time. We'll start off with Anthony, and then after that, we'll get to the uh, the segment with Leo. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed. Ciao. All right, folks. Now, if you are listening to BD4 on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a review, if you so please. So once again, this is if you are listening to BD4 on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating and review. Thank you. Hey, guys. I hope you're enjoying this episode. But first... I also want to let you know, I have another blog. The blog I'm writing for is on ultimatesportsnetworks.com, titled The Bomber Bocker Blog. If you want to go subscribe to this blog, you should do so using my promo code 6A2841ERJC. Using that, you'd get a discount $7.99 a month to get the best Knicks and Yankees opinionated content around. Once again, guys, the Bomber Bocker blog on ultimatesportsnetworks.com using promo code 6A2841ERJC, $7.99 a month. All right, good. Robert. Jacob. Yo, Bob Montana. Can you hear my music? No. Good. Cannot. I like that hat. Yeah, man, I got it uh, last year, maybe, in the summer. Where did you get it from? I ordered it on this website called uh, forget what it was called oh okay oh dad (laughs) oh some leg action never came back hey shout out to uh dan pan am dan yeah shout out to pan am dan for getting married that's awesome cool man yeah that's so cool oh so let's get right into it Wait. What are we waiting for? Wait. Um, well, I don't know. No, I was trying to get Mike. He said he'll let me know, which means probably not. And then I think my friend's going to join later, but you'll probably be over by then. All right. Depends how long we go. Um, wait. Um, see, you rushed me, and now I have to think of what I wanted to say. Process it, Daddy. Oh yeah. What are you doing? What were you? Uh, doing? I was just playing some COD. I saw you were streaming. Uh, got the stream um, ready again. Yeah, I was streaming a little bit. 
I got to promote it some more, though. I don't really pay much attention to it. Yeah, same shit with me. You get views, though. I don't. Yeah, right. I don't get anything, to be honest with you. I don't get shit. You probably get more than I do. Shit. Nah, dude. It'd be dead all the time. You know what the thing is? Like, if you want to do, if you want to get big on the internet, you have to, like, I feel like you have to hop, you have to have hopped on before everybody else did. Yeah, you got to have, like, your thing. Yeah, you have to have, yeah, to stand out. It's weird. Yeah, it's hard now, man. Like, but. I don't do it for that anyway, so it's not like I care. Yeah. I just like doing it. So, uh, who fights tonight? You know that dude, Islam Makashev? Yeah, he keeps calling out Adesanya. Yeah, he's fighting, um... He's good. Bobby Green. Yeah, he's very good. He's, he's, he's a problem. I got some money on that one. He's a problem, man. Yeah, he's, he's a, he's, uh, well, they were saying that he's, um, He's in the same camp as Habib because he trained with yeah. his father was his coach before he passed. Yeah. It's a lot of comparisons to him, too. But, um, dude, next – I can't believe it's already next weekend. I can't wait. I can't believe it's already – like, it's passed by so quickly. I can't wait, man. Uh, did you – so you saw the little the – little Yeah, dude. So, so, Masvidal – I mean, do you want me to get into it or do you want me to wait? Go for it. I don't give a shit. Go. Masvidal is claiming that Colby owes the main gym money. That's why he got kicked out. So was that that's what started the whole feud? That that's what Masvidal is claiming. Yeah, because I heard him say because that. Because Masvidal claims that he had to come out of his pocket to pay it. He had to come up to pay for Colby. Yeah, he said that he paid their coach the the okay. funds. Yeah, uh, from that interview. But what I don't understand, how is that only like a two-minute interview? No, the full interview comes out on Tuesday. Oh, that was just a snippet. It was just a little snippet. Oh, okay. I can't wait. Yeah, because so I saw I'm- like something on TikTok where Masvidal was saying something, but it wasn't in that interview that I saw. So I was like, all right, yeah. so it has to be more. Yeah, the whole thing comes out Tuesday, so I'm like, I'm ready for that. I okay. think Colby's gonna win this, man. You what? I think Colby's gonna win this. I think Masvidal is too too upset. I think I think Colby is like under his skin. He can do that to people, but the thing is with, with Jorge, he's so he's a veteran. He's he's got the mm-hmm. experience, dude, and he knows Colby's game. They both know each other's game. That's what makes this fight interesting. They both yeah. have trained with each other. They both know their game. And you know, so, Jorge but Jorge good. knows that Colby is the better wrestler. Yeah. So he, got the striking. Yeah. So he needs to really keep it on the feet. Jorge. But at the same time, is Jorge a better striker than Colby? Jorge's more powerful. I feel like Colby's got like the pace and volume. The pace is what. Yeah. If Colby, I mean, we all know Colby has a chin. Yeah. Yeah. He has a chin. Oh. Like Adesanya, like hit him plenty of times and Colby was still coming forward like I the thing I I think with Kobe if he's gonna win I think it's gonna be on the ground and yeah I think it's gonna be a TKO but it's hard to get because Jorge's got that takedown defense Jorge is hard to take down um yeah he's very and the thing is the only I mean Colby would know his weak spots more than anyone right 
Unless, I mean, other than the people that Jorge trains with. And Jorge, but, I mean, Jorge, if he does win this, I mean, that's a lot of big wins on his resume. You know, he if he doesn't, out. though, I think he's done. I just, I don't, I don't see, you mean like he's going to get cut? I don't think Dana will cut him because of who he draw, is. Dude. Yeah. But at the same time, but okay. So let's say Jorge does win. Do you give him Usman again? No, because they already fought twice. They already fought twice, right? Yeah, he fought. I mean, yeah, but you could still do the trilogy. You do a third fight. But the thing with the trilogy is what makes a good trilogy is when it's one and one. Yeah, he's 0-2. Yeah, they're both 0-2 against Usman. So, like, who who, who in that division is going to challenge Usman? Does he go – does he? I mean, if he wins, I guess he gets Leon. I don't don't know. Sure, we can give him Leon. I mean, that makes for a good – but Leon because... needs a title fight soon, and I think that's what he wants his next fight. I, I think, I mean, Co- I mean, Jorge's got a lot of big wins under his belt. He's got the knockout against Till, Cowboy, and but he's got the knee against Askren. And he has he, a he has, knockout. Didn't he beat Diaz in the, in the you know, that He big beat Diaz by doctor stoppage. Yeah. So he's got. So ones. if Colby wins this. I'm not mad if he gets the third title shot. If Colby wins. But some can say, well, him and Leon should fight for the next shot. Colby and Leon? Yeah. I've been hearing a lot about Colby wanting to – if he doesn't get Kamaru, or I've been hearing a lot about him and Dustin potentially fighting, but I think that's only if he loses maybe. Yeah. Um, he also talked about going up to 185. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think he should. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. The only person I see uh, giving Adesanya a run for his money is uh homeboy that's fighting tonight. Makashev, yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean, nobody's touching Izzy in that class. But, he, I mean, Adesanya just did have a tough fight. With Whitaker, but he wins. He's yeah, he, he won above everybody else. I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. I got a question. So if this fight lives up to the hype, do you think they're gonna be there? There's gonna be a second one. No matter the result, think, I don't think there will. But I think if you did make a second one, it would definitely sell. I think if you do, you have to put that one on the Ultimate Fighter. Yes, if you put them on the Ultimate Fighter with each other, you you would that would I think that has the potential to be one of the best Ultimate Fighters in history. Yeah, you got to think what makes a good Ultimate Fighter is a rivalry. Yeah, right? like yeah. Rampage and Rashad, they had a rivalry and made that's, a great Ultimate Fighter. Dude, that's the thing about this Jorge Kobe thing is, it's also showing you that you don't need a title fight to sell a pay per view. Oh no, yeah, absolutely not. Just I mean, look at Dillashaw and Garbrandt. Yeah. That was one of the most exciting Ultimate Fighters ever. Yeah. Why? Because of the rivalry. You just need a rivalry. You need two dudes yeah. to hate each other. Yeah. You know? And Colby and Masvidal would definitely, definitely sell. But is Masvidal the type of person to teach, you know, teach a team for so many weeks? Yeah. Like, he's pretty reserved, you know? Yeah. I can see it. Definitely with Kobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, 
I don't know, dude. It's I really don't know what to predict. I, I think Kobe's the favorite, and I'll probably put my money on him. But I mean, there's the I wouldn't be shocked if Jorge found a way to win this. And yeah, I wouldn't either. I mean, Jorge can definitely catch him. Let's not like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, One yeah, Jorge can catch him. Jorge has a lot of experience. He has the street fighting that he did before the UFC, the backyard bare knuckle calculated. Yeah. And smart. You know. It'll it'll be interesting. I forget. How did uh him and Usman's le- second fight go? Kamaru won. Um I don't it, I, I think it was I Jorge look didn't look up. good at all. He didn't look the same. Look it up. I don't know if it was a decision or I'm gonna look it up. I forget, yeah, look it up. I know the first fight was pretty boring, but yeah. But it was clearly that one. It was clear to Kamaru. Yeah. He won by a knockout in the second round. Oh, that's right. He slept him. Okay. I remember that. So, I mean. That's right. Eh. There Colby, there. Colby had better fights with Usman. Yeah, definitely. And I, the thing with Kobe, he's not going to knock you out or get a ton. He gets a lot of decisions. But that's his game. He's going to preserve his energy and make you go the distance. He'll drain you and try to drown you out that way. And so if Jorge comes out swinging and he's super aggressive, I think uh, Kobe can use that to his advantage. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of drain his energy out. And you know, yeah. Kobe likes starting with those kicks. And then he kind of works his way to whatever he does. But he likes – I've been noticing he loves those those low kicks – um, but, um, I think, I think if he wins, it's on the ground and it goes, he gets a lot of points by wrestling and he'll win by yeah. decision. <laughs> I mean, I just see him over, I'm not overwhelming, but being a constant, like annoyance, like the pressure that you he's going to bring. And then uh, could, I'm, I'm going to watch the press conference on, on Friday or Thursday, whenever that is. Cause the press conference yeah, is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's going to be great. Uh, yeah. Colby knows how to talk trash, man. And he, just from the clip that we saw, like, Usman is really upset. Like, Colby's just laughing. Like, you can tell he's trolling. Oh, yeah, dude. That's his whole thing. But Usman <laughs> is, like, legit. I mean, not Usman. Masvidal. Masvidal is just legitimately upset. Like, he's mad. Yeah. Oh, I can, you can you see You can just see it, man. And it's just like, man, you know. It's no different than Dillashaw and Garbrandt. Dillashaw got so far into Garbrandt's head, got him so worked up, and then, you know. But that can also work to Jorge's advantage, where he's more if composed he can, yeah, and, can, and motivates himself. If he can control it in the ring. Yeah, you know? yeah and he takes it all out. I mean, that can work both ways. And But know, Jorge is pretty composed and calm. Act, you know, I don't see him going crazy. Right. I mean, look what he did against Ben, bro. He was yeah. – he was cool as a cucumber and threw a flying. And that knee. was don't get me don't don't get twisted. That was a legit knee. Like that was not luck. He read that. No, he read. He that. knew that Ben was gonna shoot a he double. He made that read. He practiced it. He knew that Ben was gonna want to shoot that double, man. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So I, I he's got like thirty five wins. I was looking up his stats. He's up there now. Already. Yeah. He's yeah, he's there. 35 and 15, so he has yeah. 50 fights. And, and then Kobe's got like 20, something like that, 19? He's got 19 or something. Yeah. 
Let me look. Colby's 16 and 3. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Usman's only lost one. How 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 far are they apart in age? Mm. Can't be too far. I want to say Jorge's a little older. By like three, four years. Colby is 34 years old. And Masvidal. Masvidal is 34 as well. No, he's not. Is he? Yeah. I, th- I thought it was... Uh, not Masvidal, uh, Usman. No, how far is Jorge and Kobe? How Jorge. old is Jorge? Yeah, Jorge Masvidal's age. He's 37. And then 37, Kobe's 34. Yeah. Okay. So they're only three years apart. So they're three years apart. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Ah, man. It's going to be fucking crazy. So, oh, so Cat Camzat's not fighting tonight? No, he's not fighting. No. That's who I thought you were talking about. Oh, no. The, I, get, I get them confused. No. The other, uh, Hamza Chemaev is not. Okay. That's. Uh, I think Camzat yeah, yeah. is the one that can be Adesanya. Right. That's the dude who was talking shit. That's what you Yeah. Talking. I mean, he's a problem. The dude I was talking about, look him up. He's really good too, though. His, his Islam Makashev. Yeah. He's a monster, and he's fighting tonight. He is uh, twenty-one okay. and one in MMA. Jeez, man. Yeah, he's thirty years old too, so he's not that old. He's he's a beast. I've been watching him for a bit. Um, but yeah, and then and then, I think the next pay-per-view event, I believe, after this one, is is that the um. Justin Gaethje and then Charles Oliveira? Let me look. I think that's the next pay-per-view. That it'd be 273. No, that's the Korean zombie in Volkanovski. Okay. You have a few fight nights ahead, yeah. Yeah, and then it's the Volkanovski fight later. When's um, the- yeah. They haven't announced the... Okay. Yeah. Korean Zombie's still fighting, man. Yeah, he was... He was a replacement to Brian Ortega. Well, so who's your... So your final prediction, who's winning and which round and by how? I have Matt... I mean, I have Colby winning by... uh, by TKO in the um between the third and the fifth. Yeah. Okay. So you think it's gonna go at least three? Yeah. Yeah. I think if Masvidal wins, he'll catch Colby early. I don't see him grinding Colby out. I just don't. No, that's what I said. No, I, I don't think many fighters can do that. The only one who did that was Usman. Right. But I don't, I, I don't see Jorge grinding him out in a five-round fight. I just don't. Yeah. You know. Uh, I mean, Colby's a favorite in this fight by 335, so. Oh, is he? Yeah. 335, okay. Yeah. Colby also outweighs them by over – he outweighs them by 14 pounds, 13 pounds. 
Like okay. Masvidal is one fifty six. One fifty six. Which I don't understand that. Why? If he's one fifty six, why is he fighting at one seventy? Well, it depends on where you look. Huh. So if ah, that doesn't make that doesn't seem right. What do you mean? One Masvidal weighs more than one fifty six because I've seen him what, cut weight. What website are you one seventy? On on the UFC site. Oh. But I've seen Masvidal cut weight for 170, so I don't... Yeah. I don't see him... Yeah, I don't see him walking around at 156. I don't know. Then he would fight at one 155. Yeah, right. I don't think it's accurate yet. Um, I was going to say something. So if, if Kobe wins, I would give him another title shot. I don't, yeah, I'm not mad at that. If Colby wins, I'm not mad at another title shot. Well, I mean, yeah. It'll sell. Yeah. It'll be a good fight. You know, and Colby has a chance of winning. He's given, he's like the only one who's given Usman a, a real shot. Yeah. A real, you know. <clears throat> I mean, I just... I don't know who else would challenge Usman, man. I just don't, unless it's... Uh... So he's in welterweight. I mean, unless... There was talk about Izzy moving up to welterweight. Izzy? Moving to welterweight. I don't know how legit that is, but... Izzy could be Usman in a striking... No, I, mean, I don't... They're, they're pals, though. I don't know if they're gonna... Yeah, but Usman would out-wrestle him. In yeah. a heart... Yeah. So let's see. I'm going to look at the welterweight. Yeah, you got... I mean, Gilbert Burns and Leon are probably going to get a shot next. I love Gilbert Burns, man. Yeah. I love Gilbert Burns. Maybe bro. you get Kobe and Burns at some point. I don't know. Have they ever fought each other? Uh, I know. I think Gilbert and Usman have. Okay. I have to look it up. And then... Yeah, I mean... I, I think he definitely deserves another shot at the title if he wins, Kobe. And then if Jorge wins, he goes up. I, I mean, I would definitely love to see a Jorge Leon. Gilbert two. Burns is number two. Gilbert Burns is two. Leon's three. Where's Kobe's one? Okay, yeah. I mean, it's definitely going to be Kobe if he wins. So Usman beat him by TKO. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, man. Um. Leon's number three. Man. This is gonna be nuts. Oh, Kaz! I didn't know Kaz uh, Matt's in that division. Okay, Kaz Matt's yeah. only eleven. Yeah, because he's like up and coming. See, Kaz Matt's a problem, bro. He is, dude. He is legit. He's training right now with Darren Till. Yeah, he's a problem, bro. He is 10-0 in UFC. Or no, in MMA. He's 4-0 in UFC. Yeah, he wants... He, I mean, if he gets... His next fight should be against a ranked fighter. and Because I, I think he's legit. I saw him play. I mean, look at his fights. He's... The, his first... His debut, he won in the second round. The rest, he won in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Look at his fights, man. And he's a submission specialist. Yeah. 
And the majority of his fights, he's won by knockout. Finished. Who's so let's talk. Let's let me bring up. Let me bring up John Jones. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So John Jones is talking about you know returning and we've been hearing this shit being forever. The heavyweight now. champion. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I love John Jones as a fighter. I think he's. Dude, I've never gotten to watch him before, and I would love to. I think he's arguably one of the best fighters of I mean, all you time. You can make a case he is. Like, no one's ever beat ah! him. What? No, no one's ever beat him. No, didn't didn't he have the uh? The, he had a one no contest. Yeah, with DC because of an illegal elbow or a knee, something. That DC fight, the DC fight. No, nah, it was against uh, Matt Hamill. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he, okay. Yeah. He, um, and he wants to come back and, and what have you at heavyweight and he wants to at heavyweight for maybe Francis, I don't know, or Cyril. I Brown. mean, I don't know. He's beating the light heavyweight champion. Is that Teixeira? Yeah, I mean, he's beating him. Well, yeah, Teixeira's old. So, <laughs> I mean, go to heavyweight. That's and... his best option to really, push yeah. Him. I mean, he's gonna. I mean, do you give him Naganu right away? Like, I don't see that. Well, Francis has to. He's he got surgery or whatever. He's recovering. He so did. If John Jones comes back and fights Francis. It's going to be later on. Um, put him against Stipe. Stipe is another one you could definitely fight. Yeah. Yeah. Put him against Stipe. That's. Just, or I mean, I I don't know if Derek Lewis is still going to fight, but I mean, Jones will just out cardio him. Yeah, I don't see. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Um. You can put it against Alexander. Who's that? Volkanovski? Volkov. Yeah, no, Volkov. Volkov, okay. okay. Yeah, you can put him against him. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, put him against Stipe, man. Um, My buddy is just getting home. Let me see if he wants to come in here. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's my, it's my neighbor from down the street. Quack. He said I'll be ready in five minutes, so I don't know if you want to stick around or not. Maybe I'll put that in. Um, what are you doing at work? How's that going? Uh, it's good. You know, definitely a, a lot better... Uh... A better uh, environment mentally. You in the office and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good. God is good, man. Yeah, man. I was I was gonna say that's that's so much less stressful and. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. I just you know that lifestyle just wasn't for me after a while, dude. I, and you know it's like you don't get a lot of you don't get credit for it. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, the yep. media. I hate the media, man. They're so. Oh, dude, the shit that's going on. Man. Yeah, it's, dude. I hate the media. Oh my goodness. You know what kills me, bro? Is just how many people. Oh yeah. <laughs> how many people uh just buy into the bait, bro? Like the vaccine, the COVID. <laughs> The just everything like Yo. people will put on CNN and just like everything like 
I got a quarantine and I'm like, no, you don't, unless you're sick. Listen, I am one. I'm going to be open. I'm going to, I respect your opinion as long as you respect me. You let me do my thing and I won't bother you. Exactly. But if you step out of bounds and you start pushing shit on me when I did nothing wrong and I'm just minding my business, worrying about myself, my family, that's when I got a problem. You start yeah. pushing shit on me, yeah. you start telling me I should think some way, and you start hating on me just because I think slightly different than you and I live a different lifestyle, that's when I got a problem. And that's the way it's going right now. Dude, it got to a point where people are literally labeling us the unvaxxed. Like, what yeah, is that? Everything's got a label now. You're a like, what, well, this, what is that? Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't see y'all forcing the flu vaccine, and Dude. I haven't heard about the flu in two years. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, that doesn't happen. Anymore. I haven't heard about anybody getting the flu in two years, bro. It's crazy to me, dude. I'm not even like some hardcore whatever. I'm, I'm just, I just, I'm a basic. I'm like you, bro. Dude. If you want to get the vaccine, cool. But don't tell me I have to get it. And especially if it's not even fucking working to that degree. Dude, hell no, it's not working. <laughs> like, like the hell no. And... Oh, bro, my gosh. Bro, no, man. It, it's, I don't trust that crap at all. Did you see that clip I sent you of that comedian who was yeah, making yeah. fun of, you know, unvaccinated yeah. Christians? And then the second she does that, she drops. I, I thought that was a joke at first. And I looked it up, and she actually cracked her skull, dude. That's like somebody. Well, hopefully, she man. had a change of heart, bro. That's somebody interviewing upstairs, man. I'm telling I you. I don't believe in coincidences, so. No, I know. So hopefully, she had a change of heart. Yeah, bro. There's I, been like I, th- I don't know if it was in Brazil or wherever, but there were like you know a lot of soccer players that were falling out because of the vaccine and like dying. Like, yeah, you know, I don't dude. have all the numbers in front of me, but I mean, I, I, I've hear, I've heard a lot of different shit, so I don't know. I gotta get, I gotta get my friend on here sometime, man. He, he's really into it. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he's more than, really... more than Mike gets into it. Yeah, dude. But he's, he's like, he know, like he's on top of everything, bro. Yeah. Uh, but you know. The fact that someone can literally judge you for not getting a vaccine is crazy to me. Dude, you should see the college campus I go on. Oh, uh, dude, you'd be telling me these horror stories. Here's what gets me, though. If you're vaccinated, why do you care if I'm not? It's supposed to protect That's you. That's the thing, because right? it's some weird shit going on, dude. I'm so, telling you. So if you are vaccinated, why are you concerned about anybody else? You have the vaccine. In your head, you're good. That's what – and I've yet to find a legitimate answer that I can – No one, No one can, like – it's like, why are you pushing it so hard, even if you have it for yourself? You're good, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. You know? Man, oh, don't get me started. Dude, Call me nuts. Conspiracy Connor, dude. I know. I'm not even a, like, a, it's, it's making me feel like I'm some hardcore right guy. I'm not. I swear to God. I'm just basic. I have, no, I have no choice now. I'm definitely right. Like, no, I after, am, but I'm not, like, far right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, not, not far, like, but, like, after what... I mean, after these couple years, bro... 
Like, <laughs> y'all are tripping. I'm definitely not that side. I'm not. Yeah, going y'all, that. y'all are tripping. Uh, hell, pronouns? Man. Call me a pronoun? Are you kidding me? Dude, the fuck is going on with that shit? It's really... uh, what pronoun do you prefer to be called? Like, are you yeah, what, serious? What What is happening? Different planet, dude. What is happening? Pronoun. Like, you, you can pick your own shit. <laughs> like, it's basically saying you. It's it's basically the same thing as picking your own age. Think about yeah. that. That's yeah. what it is. If I wanted yeah. to be sixty, I could say, "Hey, I'm 60. Because it's it's against biology. It's basic biology, dude. Dude, you have to fill shit in now, and they've got bro. I I can't wrap my head around the way people think. It's nuts. I I can't like. It's you guys really believe this crap? Like it's crazy to me. Oh, I prefer. I'm a non like. I I can't even. I gotta chill out. (laughs) Did I tell you my um the story? My professor walks into the room. And she goes, hey, guys. And one of the students goes, you should be more considerate of non-gender fluid, whatever the fuck, and stop saying guys. And I'm sitting there. I'm about to walk out of damn class. I swear to shit. No, Moa. I would have laughed. I, I, I wanted to, but I knew where I was. I knew the environment I was in. And if I did anything... I would have been put under a magnoscope and and fucking you know ridiculed. Dude, the, the people take that so serious. Yeah. Like, bro. It's crazy. Oh my gosh, man. Crazy. It's crazy shit. I can never get behind it. These uh, these people should not be allowed to ever reproduce. So help me, please no. Do us all the favor. Let your family tree come to an end. Like you'll be the last one. <laughs> if that's how y'all are thinking, like we please. Have to cut some of this shit out. Yeah, please. Oh, Do us all the favor. I'm gonna have to cut this. Oh man. Yeah, you probably are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to get banned. <laughs> all right. Uh, but I'm serious though, like. What what do you think the next generation is gonna be like? It's only getting worse. Dude, I ain't fucking I it's am only not getting kidding. worse, bro. I'm in, in no. Think about it. We're gonna have kids in the next generation, bro. Anthony, I'm telling you, I'm living in a. I'm it's like five years from now. If you don't hear from me, it's because I'm in a cave somewhere. I'll join you, bro. I am out. I, I mean, dude, this whole uh, Rogan thing. Have you been following it? I, I looked it up, but I don't know every detail. So he's just, I'm talking about the vaccine thing. Okay, because like, I saw something else. No, that whole thing is stupid, too. He was just referencing, okay, yeah. he was referencing uh, something. It was taken out of context. But the vaccine thing, he's got these doctors coming on his show, right? And he's very open. Joe, Joe you know, I, I've listened to a couple of his episodes. And he's got doctors and you know, people from each side come on his show. And then these, you know, this group of, you know, Twitter virgins on the internet want to cancel him because he's pushing this misinformation, although nothing what he says is anything but opinionated shit. And the facts that he does get is from legitimate doctors. And he has these different sides on his show to get opinions because he's a very curious guy. And people want to cancel him for this misinformation and this far right propaganda that they're labeling it as when it's, it's just, it's just basic shit. And it's, it's, mind-boggling to me how 
some something as simple as having a podcast with your buddies and wanting to discuss. You can't have your opinion anymore. So controversial. You can't have freedom of speech. You can't have your own opinion anymore. You can't. That's that's the problem with the world today. They're taking your freedoms away. They're taking your speech away. They're taking. They're mandating vaccines. Like they're man. Like dude, they're taking everyone's freedom, bro. The martial law is happening right in front of us, bro. Oh, it's crazy. You're right. Gosh, man. Yeah. I hope that I hope it really turns around, but I don't see it turning around. I don't. I, I've lost all hope. I'm sorry. I just, I, I've, I'm with you, bro. We're, you yeah. know, if we're not already there, like the end times, bro. You're right. I mean, it's, it's Jesus it. ain't coming back in a peaceful, happy time, bro. He's coming back in the worst times. Yep. And look at how these idiot sticks are acting, bro. Reference to uh, Dan Dingo Dan. Shout out for the yeah. idiot stick. Yeah. Like, dude, you can't speak your mind anymore. No, you they want to take your guns away. They want to make you take a jab. They, like, there's 10 going. million genders. It's, like, it's what are we keep, doing? It's going to keep going. Bro, that's the going. worst thing. I don't even know what's coming up next, this bro. It's just the start, I feel like. Dude, oh my gosh. Hopefully we don't get nuked, but. Oh, shit. <laughs> Prepare for freaking World War Three. We're on the East Coast. We're after if we get nuked, bro. Uh, fuck it. I'm flying to Australia. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to wrap this one up. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right, Robert. And then I have a next. Uh, I got my buddy coming on for the next interview. So, all right, here somewhere too. And then we'll have it out this week or tomorrow. Yeah, you might want to cut some of my ranting out, man. I was. Yeah, if I'm not lazy enough, I'll cut that part out. I don't care if you do or not. Nobody listens anyway, so it's not like it matters. But I'll I'll try to cut whatever I can. I'll be sharing it. Yeah. It's all right. I'm going to shout it out on my TikTok. <laughs> so Dan's, where? what country is, is this that he's in? He's in Africa. He's in Africa? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought yeah, it was some other. Nah, he flew to Africa. I don't know <laughs> what country he's in, but I know he's in Africa. No, he's in Africa. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Because he kept trying to get me to go. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, didn't he try to lure you in? Yeah, he keeps trying to put me on with this one girl, man. I'm just like, Dan, like, I, I'm not you, bro. I can't. I can't do a... I can't, bro. That's way too far. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, well, good. Good for him, though. You know, he yeah, made it work. Awesome. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. awesome. I mean, hopefully, like, he moves her over here. Yeah, you say he's coming back. Yeah, you know. So we'll see what happens. That's pretty cool. I was, uh, dude, we've, shit, it's been like 10 years. Dude, we've known him. Ouch. Yeah, 10 years maybe. For almost 10 years, yeah. Coming up. Can you believe that we met this dude in the wreck? Yeah, the wreck center. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> that's crazy man if i if god could give me a time machine to relive all the funny moments with that dude bro 
I got so many recordings. <laughs> of those. Oh my god. I need a my PlayStation 4 is in my storage. I need to go get it. Take that shit out. So I can uh I got I got some save stuff, bro. Yeah. Yo, you need to find me the video of me and my dad wrestling at OBX, man. I got some videos of your dad on my PS Vita. My PSP. I've got some good ones I could send you. I I seriously regret not saving the the drum set one. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I got ones of him golfing. Um, oh man. With Ben and you. I've got ones of him that you sent me when he's playing cards with you guys and he's doing that face, the old man oh, face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. I, need, I need to find the one where me and him wrestled at the Outer Banks, dude. I remember that because he didn't he eat, he ate ass or some shit. Didn't he like crash into a table or some shit? I, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. we gotta go back. I know, man. What the right. hell? We gotta, we gotta do it again. Dude, I mean, we might as well just go to the seaside at this Something. point. We all got to get together. The whole family's got to get together. Yeah, I mean, what? Don't Matt and Rick go to seaside every year? Yeah, we all do. It's it's our, this. Everybody in Jersey gets together. It's like us, Auntie Ann, and then Rick's family, him and Matt, and uh, Uncle Jimmy and Kelly. And we all go and get a couple of houses around the same neighborhood as Rick, and we hang out at seaside. We've been doing it for the past few years. Really? Dana, Carly, Nick, Sammy, all of us, everybody's yeah. So y'all man, I'll try to I'll try to come you up. You guys should come up this yeah. summer if you can. Yeah. Maybe I'll uh, save up some uh some time off and maybe we'll get we gotta get you and Chuck up here. Maybe we'll get him on the show next time. I haven't seen Chuck in forever, man. Yeah, I'm trying to get him out. Yeah, I'm going to message him and tell him to get on the podcast. Yeah, I'll get him on the next one. All right, y'all. All right, doggy. Hold on. All right, guys. So that was the episode with Anthony and I, or I'm sorry, the segment with Anthony and I talking UFC 272. And, you know, we got a little off track there at the end. But, um. I do apologize for the lower quality audio in that episode. I I had forgotten to plug my actual mic in, so it was running through the PC's mic, the computer's mic, and so that's why the audio was pretty uh, low quality. But um, let's get into the uh, the second part of of this show, um, where where Leo and I also discussed the upcoming UFC 272 card so i get to hear some of his thoughts on it so let's let's waste no further time let's let's waste no time and and get right into his segment of the show let's get to it a custom wall tapestry is a surefire way to uplift any room's aesthetics with a personal touch this 100 polyester wall tapestry comes with hemmed edges for extra durability while its mildew and water-resistant properties ensure years' worth of decorating bliss. The advanced tapestry printing techniques guarantee crisp detail even for the craziest of designs in any of the multiple size choices. You can select a size of 26 by 36 inches, 51 by 60, 68 by 80, and 88 by 104. These wall tapestries usually ship in 7 to 10 business days, and the price 
ranges from $24.99 to $69.99, all dependent on the size you select. The Bomber Bocker blog wall tapestries come in orange, gray, and black. But most importantly, be sure when purchasing a wall tapestry for the Bomber Bocker blog that you use promo code 6 a 2 8 Four one E R J C six A two eight four one E R J C. Just go to ultimatesportsnetworks.com and click on the shop MVP tab, searching the Bomber Bocker blog, and there you have it. What the fuck is that? Yo. You're... What the hell do you got going on over there? That's my uncle. That's true. <laughs> that is Shout so funny. Jesus. Shout out to Jesus. <laughs> is, that, is that Jorge Masvidal? <laughs> like... Yeah, my uncle's Jorge Masvidal, bro. Watch out. Oh. He'll fuck you up. What's up, man? Not much, man. How are you? Just got done recording with my cousin. Oh, nice, dude. I was in fucking dinner, and I literally just got home. You're good. How'd it go? It was good. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, shit. I love them. Yeah, yeah dude. It's good, good vibes. Where Where is that one? You talking about the one on the highway? Yeah, right on, on Watcha. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a good vibe there. I, like, I haven't had shit from there in a long time. Yeah, I, we, uh, I always get them like during the playoffs in the NFL, NFL playoffs. We always order them. Um, you excited, man, for next weekend? That shit's next weekend, right? It's next weekend. Oh fuck, dude, that's gonna be crazy. It's next weekend, man. Yeah, dude. MLS just started today. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. NYCFC play tomorrow. I was just gonna ask. Okay. Yeah, they play tomorrow. They're in LA this uh, this week. Well, somebody's got to use the field. Well, what you call Yankee? They're gonna play Yankee Stadium next next weekend. So I'm. I mean, good. I mean, that shit ain't gonna be used for a while in baseball. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, yeah, I I wanted to make I wanted to get your thoughts on some of this. Um. On this Jorge Kobe Covington fight coming up, and yeah, of course, my cousin and I just talked a bunch about it, and you know, we were saying how this is this you know is potential proof that you don't exactly need a title fight in order to sell a pay per view event. You just oh, yeah. need a rivalry, you know. Yeah, pretty much. And it's two guys used to be pals, roommates, partners, sparring partners, whatever. Now they've become, you know, possibly the biggest rivals in combat sports at the moment. Um, and I think, you know, it's a 100% legitimate feud. And that interview, <laughs> I can't stop laughing at that fucking picture. And uh, <laughs> in, 
And then that, that interview with Stephen A. Smith, the full interview comes out on Tuesday. So I'm excited for it. There's a lot of hype, man. There's a lot of hype. So I want to know some of your thoughts on this. Um, well, you know, Rob, you said it best, man. There's a lot of hype in this fight. There's a fight that should have been done a long time ago, but uh, we're finally getting it. Um, Dana's just a master when it comes to, like, making these fights. Because, like, all right, the last, like, non-title fight main event that we got was the bad motherfucker fight between Jorge Masvidal and, uh, and Nate Diaz. And that makes perfect sense because, like, Jorge Masvidal could sell pay-per-views for you. He is just extremely popular. People are always going to watch him fight. And he's so entertaining. Even po- uh, the pre-match, uh, what do you call it, the press conferences, he's just, you know, he's just entertaining. He's entertaining as fuck. He's he's a straight. He's I mean they call him they call him Street Jesus for a reason, dude. He's just a bad motherfucker. And of course, of course, now you're adding this part, Colby Covington, who's another dude. Is just he's a bad motherfucker as well, and he talks a lot of shit. A lot of people hate him because you know he's got his fucking MAGA situation on. Although he's kind of toned it down now from that from what it was before but like he's still talking shit which is great he's he's good at that he's really really good at just being the bad guy and but the thing is though like people are just like oh i just can't wait to see this motherfucker lose but the thing is he's a he's a fucking amazing fighter he's a very very good fighter and his cardio is off the charts so i think this is an ultimate test to see Who's who's the real dude, you know? And I think this fight could go either way. You know, like you said, it could go either way. But, yeah, I'm excited for this fight. I don't know about you. Oh, I'm thrilled. And I think you you hit the nail on the head when you said, when you mentioned his cardio. And that's how Kobe wins. He he goes deep into the fights where you. He'll drain you out and drown you. And, you know, his whole thing is pace and volume. You know, Jorge's a guy who's going to hit you with power strikes and, Stuff like that, but Kobe can go along. He'll he'll go the distance with you. You know, he gets a lot of decisions, and that's why he's one of the few fighters that can go toe to toe with Usman. And I think if Kobe is to win this, it's going to be a deeper fight, but it might go to the ground because he's a good wrestler. The thing is, Jorge's takedown defense is very sharp, and you know, Jorge's also got the experience. You know, he's been in the league, in the in the UFC forever now. He's got a big resume. He's got knockout wins against Till, Cowboy, and, and you know, the whole thing with the, the knee to the head with Askren. And he beat Nate Diaz, like you said. So it's two very different, you know, resumes. But at the same time, they both know each other's game because they were training partners for a while. So I think that's what makes this fight really interesting is that they kind of, you know, they know each other. They know how each other fight. And despite having different techniques, sometimes they still, you know, Jorge's still very calculated and Kobe is very, you know, he's got a well-rounded game kind of similar to Jorge. So I think it's hard to predict. I know, I know Kobe's probably the favorite, but I think it's still hard to really put a, true heavy favorite on this one. I, I really don't know for sure. I agree with you. I think uh, you, you nailed it there, man. I just think, uh, I mean, you can ask Kamaru Usman. Actually, funny enough, 
Uh, I actually listened to Kamar Usman. He was on the on Frankie Edgar's podcast this week. Uh, it's called The Champ and the Tramp. Uh, shout out to Frankie Edgar, the New Jersey legend right here, man. Uh, he was ta- uh, Kamaru was talking with, with Frankie about how, you know, Kamaru was kind of nervous about the, his fight with, with Colby, the first fight, because, like, they're equals. You know, they're, they're very similar. It's just that Kumar, I think, just has a little more power than Colby. But, you know, he's just, he, Colby's got that engine, man. It just never stops, and he just keeps going. And, and Kumar even said in certain parts of that fight that he was kind of getting tired. And uh, he had to, you know, literally break his jaw. That's how he would say, I literally broke your face. Like, that's the only way he won that fight. And then the second fight, obviously, you know, it went to the distance. And probably Kamaru's closest fight at this point in a long time was against Colby. And and it's just a really good fight. And uh, Colby's a really good fighter. And in my opinion... Kamaru's number one, but you know, number two, I think it's solidified. It's gotta be Kobe Covington. And it, it's just it's just really fun to watch Kobe Covington fight. And and of course, like you said as well, with Jorge, Jorge is that knockout artist. You know, he's a street fighter. You know, he's gonna come and punch your freaking your lights out. You know, he's he's going there to kill you. It's just that simple. Or that's Jorge Masvidal. He's coming in to literally take your life from his hand, from his hands. He's going to do that. And it's very curious. I'm very curious to see how the matchup goes because in theory, it it, it shouldn't be a uh, uh, it it should be a, a close fight because you know just because one side is different than the other, but you. But you know the fact of the matter is that uh, Kobe Covington and and Jorge Masvidal are just two different sides. Hold on one second, Rob. You could... Mom, I'm on the phone. What? I have no idea. Did I? I don't remember. I'm doing a podcast right now. It's coming a little bit. Right, I'm keeping that in there, by the way. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely keeping like such, that shit in there. I, I sound like such an asshole. But, uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, no. Um, Let me ask saying. you this, man. Yeah. If Kobe wins, does he get the third shot at Usman and skip Leon? In does this because I know Leon wants that shot against Kamaru, but if Kobe wins this Jorge fight next weekend, does he eventually maybe get a shot again at Usman? Well, it, you're right on that point because it definitely. I mean, Kamaru just Kamaru is recovering from hand surgery, so it could take him, you know, maybe up to like late oh, summer, right. early early fall for him to start fighting again. Um, but I mean. For sure, if Kobe wins, then you can maybe start the conversation. But, um, but in my opinion, Leon Edwards deserves the shot, the next shot. He deserves it, one hundred percent. He's a very good fighter. He's top ranked. He's in the top three. He deserves a chance. In my opinion, he deserves to fight Kamaru again for the second time because they fought already once. 
uh, that he deserves a rematch. He deserves to do the to the uh, the next the title shot. He deserves the title shot. And uh, then probably after that, like you know, maybe you have to go with Kobe Covington again, or or you probably have to go with if Hazmat if Hazmat wins his next fight. Uh, you're going to start hearing guys saying, oh, maybe Hazma Shumayev, give him a chance because yeah. he's you know, just a freak of nature. But, I mean, it all depends on what happens next for, uh, for, for what's his phrase, for, for the Leon Edwards, uh, Kamaru Usman fight. Because either way, if Kobe wins, yes, he's going to be in the conversation, but there's a few guys ahead of Kobe right now, in my opinion. Thing that deserves another chance. So if he, so so because there's also a lot of talk, and maybe this will happen if he loses, of Kobe fighting Dustin. Do you think that ever happens? No, no way. No, no way. No, I think Dustin Poirier. In my opinion, I think Dustin Poirier's next fight will be will be against Nate. I think Nate Diaz Dustin Poirier fight would it makes sense. The money fight, and I think for Nate Diaz's uh, for, for his respect and what he's brought brought to the sport, he deserves a, a a big fight for his last UFC fight. I'm I'm hearing that he's thinking about retiring from MMA in general after this after his la- next la- his next fight, which who knows when that will be because you know, obviously Dana is you know kind of trolling on the fact that you know. He doesn't really want Nate Diaz to fight Dustin Poirier right now, although it should happen. I think it makes perfect sense to do. Dustin Poirier, I think, already, you know, had a chance to win the belt. He didn't do it. He got he he lost it. He he lost to Charles Oliveira pretty fair and square. So I think now for for Dustin, it's just more like, all right, I'm popular now. I made a good amount of money. Let's go try to let me go try to get this Nate Diaz fight and just you know make and worry about my future you know making you know all these money fights and he's smart you know he's smart that's why he took the two McGregor fights and then uh, the two recent McGregor fights and then if he takes his Nate fight it's going to be a big pay-per-view uh card so it just makes sense in that matter I just don't see anybody in the lightweight division moving up to the welterweight I just don't see it and plus, the lightweight division's stacked already. So, Oliveira's going to have his hands full for the next fight. He's going to have to fight Gaethje next. And then, if Islam wins to, tonight, then yeah, he's probably going to have to fight. He's probably going to have to fight Islam or Makhachev right, as well. I got um, I got some money on the underdog just in case Bobby does somehow win. So we'll see. Uh, I don't think he's going to win. Unfortunately, I think it's. I think he's. It's like how can I say this? It's like feeding. What was it like? Ten it's like days. A, it, it's it, it it's like feeding a chihuahua to a lion's den. It's just yeah. not gonna. It's just gonna end really bad. You know, but, just, um, dude, if this fight, this Kobe fight next weekend in Jorge, if it lives up to the expectation, do you think there's gonna be more? Then do you think there's gonna be a second one? And do you think if there is a second, that they're on coaching on the Ultimate Fighter? Well, I think the only way there could be a second fight is if Jorge Masvidal wins. Right. If Kobe wins, you're going to start hearing Jorge Masvidal probably leaving the UFC. Um, because the fact of the matter is he's he hasn't won a fight in, in like two years, three years now. 
since the Nate Diaz fight, since the bad motherfucker fight, he hasn't won a fight since. He, he's locked. He's lost back to back to Kamaru Usman. Granted, it was two title shots. This is his first fight that is not a non-title fight. So, curious to see how he does it. Um, he's thirty-seven too. He's thirty-seven. Also, the fact of the matter is, he's smart. He's a very smart businessman. He's already started his own fighting fighting league. The the uh, the game bread fighting league, which I think is pretty brilliant for him. He's trying to do what he's trying to do, like what Habib is doing right now, starting his own fight fighting uh, company or whatever. But uh, in my opinion, I think Jorge Masvidal, if indeed he leaves the UFC, I wouldn't be surprised if he go fight Jake Paul next. I don't call don't don't start. I know you you don't like Jake Paul. No, I mean it, it's it makes a, sense. He's a big draw. Jake's a big draw. There's a chance that can make a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Jake is you know Jake is just relaxed right now because obviously he's dealing with a lot of shit right now. He's dealing with a very public breakup right now with his with his uh, ex now ex girlfriend Julia Julia of Rose. Of course, you and, know that shit. And Julia Rose is now you know kind of like hashing out like. Seek Jake Paul secrets and everything, and like it's just the whole fucking fucked up situation. But I think Jake is maybe waiting for for uh, for uh, Tommy Fury because apparently Tommy Fury is going to fight some of uh, some dude in in Wembley and in because Tyson Fury is about to fight Derek Chisora, uh, uh, which I think that would be a That'd be a nice, be a nice little fight, little boxing match there, and up in Wembley, full full crowd in Wembley, which that's gonna be crazy. Um, and apparently Tommy wants to fight in that undercard uh, in his brother's fight. So if Tommy apparently wants to tune up to fight Jake Paul, which can you imagine that <laughs> you're tuning up a, a guy who's supposedly a pro boxer uh, wants to tune up for a fight with Jake Paul, that is just a little bizarre, but. Whatever, that's no big deal. Um, shows you how much Jake has definitely evolved as a as a, as a draw in boxing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but it just makes sense to me. I just think that Jorge, I think Jorge, if he loses this fight, you're gonna start seeing him backing away from the UFC, and I wouldn't be surprised if the UFC cut him at the end of the year. I think he's too of, big of a draw to be cut. I mean, who else can you match him with? Yeah, I mean he can. I I think Nate Nate Nate's done. Nate's gonna be done. Uh, Nate's gonna be done after this fight. He's already like kind of like hinting out retirement yeah. from the MMA. Um, so I mean the only way like Nate Nate's next move would probably be I wouldn't be surprised if if he does when he does leave the UFC he'll probably go out and try to fight Jake Paul something like that. You know, is where he can make a huge payday. Probably the biggest payday in, in in his career, probably because you know how like the UFC is. Um, but um, I mean, what what's what's left for Masvidal? You know, there's not really much left. Well, you're going to feed him to Hazmat Shumayev. That's just a really bad decision. Hazmat Shumayev, way younger, way faster than Jorge, and and he and I love Jorge Masvidal, but but you know Shumayev will eat him alive. It's just, it's just that simple. His his skill set is far superior to Jorge's, and I love Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, but just oh, yeah. It, it just doesn't make any sense at this point. Well, yeah, he can he could do it. He could do he could hang out 
if he wants. I mean, he's got 35 wins under his belt. He's right up, right underneath Cowboy and Jim Miller um, for the most in MMA. I mean, he's right there, dude. He's a monster. He's proved a ton over the course of his career. So he's losing nothing if he hangs it up. He's got the money. This dude's always promoting shit. So, yeah. He's the definition. He's the, he's the definition of of a second chance fighter because when he started out he never he was just this up promising young guy he, he had a bunch of losses yes he was a little inconsistent but then he you know i don't know if you know his story that he ended up uh, going to some spanish show where they they just like keep him stranded in an island and apparently made him rethink about his career and how what he should have done and then he basically got a second chance and literally became resurrected and became the superstar that he is right now. He is a legit superstar. He's a big draw. A lot of people love him, including myself. Jack, you know, I'm just a huge fan of his and I just love everything about him. And I also love his attitude. I love that he just doesn't give a fuck. He does whatever he wants to do and he just doesn't care about people, what people say and do. It's just that it's just a bad motherfucker is what it is. I think it's the perfect name for, for him. Bad motherfucker. Yeah. So I want you to give before we hang it up a final prediction on the fight. Who wins? Which round? And how do they win? Well, like you said it earlier, it is tough because this is a close fight. It could go either way. Yeah. I personally think Colby Covington will win this fight in a decision. I think Jorge is going to show that he can, he's going to, he's going to be a good wrestler. He's got to work on his wrestling, obviously, because, you know, Kobe's going to try to take him out. Obviously, Kobe's not going to try to outstrike Jorge Masvidal. It's just, it's career, that's suicide for him because, you know, Jorge's going to get him. And, uh, I mean, the only guy that really can match, match power with power with Jorge is, is Kamara Usman. And you saw that, but, in the second fight where he completely put Jorge to sleep. Um, so, yeah, that's an interesting fight. I think, yeah, Colby should win in, in the decision. But it'll be very close. It'll be a close fight. It'll be a good fight. I really am excited about it. I know you have been really excited about it. I'm just more excited. This card is very, this card, unfortunately, is not the greatest card. But yeah. it is, but it's still, you know, the main event is great. I'm yeah. still more excited about the next card as well. The um, is that Volkanovski after that? Yeah, Volkanovski and uh, what's Korean his name? Zombie. Korean Zombie. Which I'm not. I'm a little. My my head is still scratching on the fact that Korean Zombie is getting a chance. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I think Yair Rodriguez deserve a chance, but I really like that Dana is making Brian Ortega fight Yair Rodriguez, which I think it makes. Yeah, I was that. that makes perfect sense. Yeah, Rodriguez definitely is going to get his his respect, dude. He's going to fight a really good fighter, and in in Brian T, uh, Ortega, T City is going to come in. I mean, this is his first fight since losing the title fight to both Kanowski, but you know, Ortega's just he's he's so he's like a squid. You know, he just he'll just try to he'll take a lot of punches, but he, he'll just squeeze you in and try to get you in, in certain situations. He's a good fighter. It's a good fight. Yair Rodriguez is a crazy motherfucker, so I, I like to see that fight. But, 
Yeah, that I would have liked to see Holloway, but yeah, I guess we're gonna. I guess we'll take. Uh, I guess we'll take Korean Zombie and, and Volkanovski. I think it's gonna be a severely one-sided fight, though. Yeah, that would have been cool to see Max. Um, and then it's eventually. I think maybe it's more in the summer. Is the uh, Charles Oliveira fight with Justin? Or did they even set that yet? Yeah, I believe they did. Um, that's an interesting fight. I mean, because I think, I mean, Oliveira struggled more with Chandler than with with uh, Dustin. Yeah. Because with Dustin, because Dustin, for some reason, Dustin tried to grapple with with uh, with Oliveira, and the problem is Oliveira is a master jiu-jitsu artist he's just a really good grappler and you know dustin as good as he is in wrestling he dustin's more of a striker and it just doesn't you know it just dustin kind of went away with what he should have done chandler on the other hand really he hurt Oliveira in certain parts of the fight i think the only reason why Oliveira won that fight is because he he made transitions that completely changed the the face the fate of the of the fight because he just knew that you know he had to pressure Chandler a little bit more he had to get he had to you know he had to you know pressure Chandler into making some uncomfortable swings and and start giving a little jabs here and there on the chin and sweet chin music like a WWE uh little WWE action that I'm telling you sweet chin music just you know <laughs> put a little put a little sweet chin music on on Chandler and that's how he won that fight just straight up. It's a good fight, but Gaethje is a crazy he's motherfucker. A violent motherfucker. He's a violent motherfucker, and I think that Oliveira struggled a bit in the first round against Chandler. Gaethje's gonna bring it to him, but the thing is, Gaethje does not stop. He will go and go and go. He will come for you until he is on the ground. You can ask Khabib. Habib in the first round, he, you know, Gaethje was going with those leg kicks because he knew that, that, that Habib broke, had an ankle injury. So he just kept going aggressive on it. The only reason why Habib won that fight is because Habib knew I have to, you know, I have to submit him. I have, that's the only way because I'm not going to outstrike Justin Gaethje. It's just, right. Justin Gaethje is a savage. He's, he's an animal. You just can't stop that guy. So you, I feel like Oliveira is going to try to do the same thing, but I think he has to be. Is he as precise as Habib? No, he's a good fighter, but Habib Nurmagomedov was precise. He knows how to submit you in the right time. I'm just curious to see if Oliveira can do it, and if he can do it, this could be an easy fight for him. But I don't know. It's going to be. It's good. That one's going to be an interesting fight. I love Justin Gaethje. As as a fan of MMA, I love Justin Gaethje. And any MMA fan will love Justin Gaethje. He just perfectly describes what the sport is. Violent, yeah. chaotic, and just fun to watch. It's just going to come down to, because, you know, he has had some trouble with grappling and, you know, submission specialists before, but... There's a, there's a very good chance he could just knock him out. I mean, it's it's Justin Gaethje, man. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I appreciate you coming on the show, dude. We're going to wrap this up because 
this is gonna be a long episode to edit. I have my cousin on, now I have you on, and uh, <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good, it's a nice long one. So, um, thanks for coming on. And, and I just want to get this out there. I'll plug it in for you, uh, Leo. You, your Say No More podcast is on Apple Podcasts. It's a five star podcast. So, guys, please check that out. Leo is the host of Say No More. Once again, on Apple Podcasts, I think he's up to ninety two episodes now, right? If I, I last no. checked, whoa, 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 whoa! Give me some respect. I checked here, just man. a minute ago, and it said ninety two, guy. No, it's it's uh, well, you're forgetting the technically shit. So, so, fans, first off, please follow my show. As Rob said, five star show. I, 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 I appreciate it. Um, ninety two is the say no more show. Obviously, you're forgetting the uh, the the Soprano Sauce episodes oh, and the movie okay. review. So technically, of... I'm on 116 last time I checked. But oh, shit. yeah, but yeah, man. All thanks to you, man. You you're the first guest. So That's right. Always, always blessed, man. I got good friends, man. That's right. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on, dude. And I'll I'll, I'll plug in your podcast in the description and your pages and everything so thank you man appreciate it thank thank you rob all love this podcast is brought to you by anchor it's the best way to make a podcast download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm